0: Hello, I'm Ellie Harris. And I'm Mark Boucher. And welcome to Poking Books.
1: A podcast where I introduce a mystery author who will explain their book through three books which influence that book.
0: And somehow I have to guess what their book is about.
1: And Ellie will know absolutely nothing about the author or their book until they sit down to record with us.
0: Their name, what kind of book they've written, I will know nothing until they enter the studio. So Mark, we've had some feedback from our listeners.
1: Oh, what did they say?
0: They said, who are you? They want to know who we are.
1: Yeah we did like dive straight into explaining uh, who our author was uh-huh. in the last episode we completely forgot to mention who we were
0: yeah without uh, further ado mark who are you
1: i am mark bausha i am the author of a book called the boy who stole time I'm also a filmmaker. I've worked a lot for publishers and do a lot of interviews with authors. People often just pigeonhole you as an author because you write a certain type of book, so you must be a certain type of person. Sometimes the way to get people interested in books is to start with the human being behind them and all their aspects. So, Ellie, who are you?
0: <laughs> I am Ellie Harris. By trade, I'm a festival producer, and in the past I've worked on lots of literary festivals as well. What I find really interesting about doing this podcast is that it sort of relates to the way in which I used to work I would work with lots of authors with illustrators and I wouldn't necessarily know what their work was about or the kind of themes behind their writing I would meet the person first the human first I'd be miking them up I'd be talking to them on a really human level and then we'd get into the event where I'd learn about their their works and I think that there's some real similarities
1: it's just starting with the human Exactly. And also, we should probably mention that we live together.
0: We do. We're housemates. Yes. hey Very convenient location for our studio.
1: Very, very convenient. It's
0: in our spare room.
1: And talking about human beings, we should talk about the human being who is the guest on our episode tonight. Let's do that. So, today's guest uh, is Ashley. Yes. Yes. How was Ashley?
0: Ashley was great. He made me work for it.
1: Mmm. Right. I think we should dive in now and meet Ashley. Let's do it, Ellie.
2: This is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> Thanks for holding my tea earlier. You are
1: so welcome. <laughs> I mean. For context, Ellie did hold uh, Ashley's tea a minute ago, so... (laughs) I did, because
0: there's an obstacle course to get through our uh, makeshift studio.
1: Yeah, we're working on health and safety a bit. So, (laughs) Ashley, um, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us maybe three random facts.
2: (laughs) Right, fact number one. I have a cat called Chekhov. Okay.
1: Good. Yeah, yeah, that, that is solid. a good We're start.
2: The clocks are ticking. Um, I forgot my second fact. <laughs> Can you remind me? Football was one. Oh, yes, that was it. that's it. And I remember the third one, so that's brilliant. So teamwork here. Great teamwork. Hey. Uh, fact two, I am a qualified football referee. Okay. And fact three is I taught Ken Livingston's son for a year.
0: Oh. Am I allowed to ask what you taught him? Or is that... Mark, am I allowed?
1: Um, or do try- I have to I'm wait? I'm trying to work out how related it is to the thing. No, I, I, I think, I think that's all you get. Okay. I think that's yeah, all you get. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fine, Ellie. So, yeah. What kind of book has Ashley written, in your expert opinion?
0: I am never specific with the genre or anything right at the beginning, but I'm going to say a play, as in a theatrical
1: play. Ah. Okay. Anything more specific? What do you... Mm. Any... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's where I'm going. Okay. Great. First Interesting. Mm. Interesting indeed. So, Ashley, could you tell us what your first book is that it, that has influenced your book?
2: Okay. Well, book one is a very petite, cute little thing. Lunch Poems by Frank O'Hara. Um, actually bought in New York, New um, York. But I never bought it. A friend bought it for me. But it's very fitting because he is a poet who wrote about New York. Um, In fact, he wrote all of these poems essentially during his lunch break when he was at the MoMA, working at the MoMA. Um, And I suppose I should talk about why it's significant and why it's sort of uh, relevant to me. Um, I started... I was was a bit of a reluctant reader, actually, um, in secondary school. I went to an old boys Catholic secondary school and all we did was play football, talk about football, Um, and if you were seen to be reading, that was, um, yeah, not a done thing and not very cool. Not cool. No. (laughs) But then I discovered um, one of Frank O'Hara's poems, Um, A Step Away From Them, and I just found the writing so accessible Mm. and vivid, Um, and he really brought a place that I'd never been to before, and still never been, actually, um, alive and that really inspired me. Also, it was very short. So I felt like it was very access- uh, attainable. Mm. Like I, I could read it and I'd achieve the feeling of finishing something.
0: Without having to commit to something really long. And, yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Which I would obviously just like get stuck in or get bored by. Mm. Which I don't obviously now because I love books. Books <laughs> are great. But when I was 14 and 15, yeah.
1: How much was the book? Can we see it? Come $7.95. Up? Ah. Good I can read upside down. I also th- I also reckon that you read that before you read the title of the book, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: because that bit's in yellow. No, I didn't, actually. I read Frank O'Hara first.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're
0: going to ask me what I think it's about now, aren't you? That's
1: how the podcast works, Ellie. <laughs> what do you reckon?
0: Maybe it's not a play. Maybe it's an anthology. Or maybe it's spoken word. Short stories. I'm not sure. I'm just bouncing all over the place now. No, I don't have any idea, Mark.
1: Okay, sorry. Are you, I think you should pick one of those. You can, <laughs> jeta- you can jettison it at the next stage. Is it an anthology, a short story collection? Can, can I go some, with that?
0: <laughs> that's what I yes, said. <laughs> it, okay,
1: fine. We have an. We've gone from play to anthology of short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, any any theme? Do you reckon? Um. For the tape, I'd like to say that Ashley has got bored and has started
2: <laughs> oh, Yes, no, I'm having a great time.
0: I was going to say place, but I'm not sure. It's a real out there guess at the moment. A place? Just place in general,
1: placemaking. Okay. Well, right, shall we move on to the next, after that, wonderfully, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think, I, think you're, I think you mean that it's about a particular, a singular location. Yeah, or, yeah. Some sort of, or okay.
0: many locations place in
1: general. Oh, co- no, you no, can't so so say one many <laughs> about millions and millions of places. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ellie, I feel like as soon as I tie you down you break free. <laughs>
0: it can't be helped. It can't be stopped. It can't be tied down. I'm a lone wolf. Um an okay. anthology of short stories.
1: Okay. Possibly relating to about, related about a place. About relating to a single place. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Okay. That's, that's commitment. I like that. Um Ow. let's move on.
2: Right. Um book two. A bit bit, bit tatty. Um, all right, this is uh, 253 by, um, I believe it's Canadian writer, Jeff Ryman. Although I might need, might need to check that, but I think he's Canadian. So I went from reading poetry uh-huh. and the form changed a little bit. I was enjoying reading words and I discovered this um, beauty. It's a very strange book and this I know for sure. It started life as a um, sort of website in which he hyperlinked the different stories together. So it's about 253 passengers on a Bakerloo line train going towards Elephant and Castle. Okay. And every page yeah. um, is about a different character on this train and it's 253 words per character. Okay. Um, so again, it was, it was a nice sort of incremental progression from reading poetry in the short form and then reading these sort of sort of vignettes of these passengers' lives. I'm a bit of a people watcher anyway, Mm -hmm. so this sort of tied in nicely with my uh, habits of doing that.
1: Okay. He is Canadian, by the way. Get in there.
2: Get in there.
1: (laughs) Okay, Ellie, what do you reckon?
0: I'm actually going to stick with an anthology of short stories. I think I'm honing in on London as a place. I'm really interested in what you say about uh, short poems and the fact that this writing is condensed as well so i don't think it's extensive stories in this said anthology that i'm now talking oh, right. about maybe it's your gathering lots of different people's short stories rather than writing them all yourself
1: okay fine i think we can move on to book number three
2: which i don't have on me okay. but i'm just going to um well book three is is more is more visual
1: okay when we don't have it here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's the only one we don't
0: the, have You can paint it with your
2: paradox. words. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean... yeah, it was a book, which I'm going to sort of reveal in a minute, but mm-hmm. it was a book that everybody in my family knows I liked. Okay. Even though it's an incredibly weird thing to like. I remember one of my presents when I was younger was this book, but it was like a really cool edition of this book. Like, it wasn't the normal one that you see in, like, the backs of cars or, like on a bookshelf which has got like dog eared on it. It was like read really, it was a hard back and it was big and it went out to the far width of the city.
1: <laughs> Ashley, I, I've <laughs> gotta say when I said, Oh it's a bit like poker, you you are playing I
2: think what yes. the
1: strongest
2: <laughs> I'm gonna <leave laughs>
1: reveal. I'm this gonna is... reveal it. Okay so, like, so I'm not sure you are
2: <laughs> so I used to get a highlighter, right? And I used to I I know what it's gonna be. I used to like just scroll all over it. And I, I had many additions because they change about, I would say, every four or five years. Maybe even, well, probably a bit more than that. I think Maybe Ellie's
1: so going to so. have to... Is I it a Ellie's... map
2: of some sort? Yeah, Of some sort, yeah. Like, in particular. I and can't
1: it. believe we've now got Ellie guessing. one of <laughs> 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 Okay, it's an A to Z. It's an A to Z.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. It's an A to Z. Yeah. Z. Yeah. Of... of London. Okay. Yeah, I used to, like, just love looking through them. I used to go, like, areas I'd n- never heard of, like, mm. I don't know bexley or something i was like oh my god what's that and then i was just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bexley. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah it just added to the sense of mystique for me so i really wanted to go and explore all parts of the city um so yeah i used to get every every edition change every what, five six years i used to get them um up until about teenagers yes
0: and have you been to bexley
2: mm. Don't think so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: I think I've been past that. I've been to Blue Water, which right. is en route. I think. Fine. So Ellie, what what do you what do you reckon?
0: I really am going to stick to my guns and say an anthology of short poems. Short poems about and I think if you're really interested in the A to Z specifically around London, that's what I meant by different places. I'm going to st- I'm going to stick with my guns. Can you believe it?
1: I can, I can. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm going to push for something more specific. This okay. is a collection of short stories related yep. to London. Yep. Anything more?
0: About journeying um, and exploration and noticing things.
2: Do you need me to add anything? Why, is there some something <laughs> you want to throw out there? I don't know, I'm quite enjoying the struggle, so not really, no.
0: <laughs> okay, anthology of poems that aren't too long, because I think you like short form, about different places in london maybe there's themes of connection and like sort of
1: otherness it's like she's got all the ingredients of the cake but she's like what the hell do i do with this (laughs) which makes
0: sense because i cannot bake to save my life
1: brilliant but we're not here to talk about baking (laughs) we're here to talk about ashley and ashley is now going to give us his full name the name of his book and what it's about and you do have a copy of it here
2: yeah i'll I'll keep it close so i can remember myself okay um so, I'm Ashley hickson Lovence and um, I'm holding my debut novel, The 392, um, which was released with Own It in April um, 2019, um, and it's about a bus journey which takes place from Hoxton to Highbury, and on board is a suspicious, terrorist-looking figure. Um, and the novel is told from eleven different perspectives as they respond and react to this strange man who loiters at the front of the bus being a bit of a nuisance and you hear from sort of the homeless person, you hear from the annoying school child at the back, you hear from the bus driver herself, you hear from a London rioter turned barrister, hopefully. Um and yeah, it just represents a real cross section of society. Um, living in the metropolis that is London. Uh huh.
0: Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. there's a there's a whole kind of feeling of like I was almost there, sort yeah, of kicking you, yourself. You were so
1: um. Okay. Okay. Uh, I- Ashley, I would love you to read. Uh, okay. Some of the three ninety two, please.
2: Uh, I'm going to read it um, from a section. Um, who's no? <laughs> Her name is Natalie, and she is a young woman, and she's pregnant, and um, she's sitting near the front of this bus. It's my own fault though, I suppose. I don't know, I just felt like sitting near the front today, behind them priority seats. I wanted to sit somewhere where I could watch the world pass me by and forget about all the drama in my life. Sometimes I like looking out the window and pretending I'm all the different people, the businesswomen in expensive-looking suits and loafers with the tassels, and posh people with Michael Kors handbags and fancy beige coats writing important emails on their phone. Emails that use proper spelling and all the right grammar because they need to come across all professional if they want the business deal to go through. They probably have a linking profile which tells people where they work and what uni they went to. My girl Bethany was telling me this the other day. It's like Facebook but for posh people. We cross Balls Pond Road. It finally feels like we're getting somewhere at last. There's a little bit of white fluff from someone's jacket floating around the front of the bus like a bird that doesn't know where it wants to land. Like it doesn't know where it should settle. It's soft but spiky at the same time. I hate them because sometimes they stick to you in the most random places and it's only when you go to the toilet or put makeup on in the mirror that you clock that it's probably been cotching in your hair all day. It's really raining now. Typical England. One minute it's fine and there's even a bit of sun to get excited about. And then all of a sudden it turns mad and it starts to piss it down proper hard too. It's like British weather is bipolar like Stacey's mum from EastEnders. It's coming down and sticking to the windows like spiderwebs. There are tiny droplets clinging on like they are so desperate to get inside, but they are not allowed because they don't have a contactless and the bus driver's acting proper harsh. There's still a man standing up at the front, right by the driver. You always get at least one weirdo on the London bus, but two today, on this on a bus so small, that's taking liberties. This one looks like a Muslim maybe, from Afghanistan or one of them countries there. One of them Asians that sells them Lycra mobile phone cards and works long nights in Londis. Or maybe from Pakistan or Syria, one of them Indian countries. He's not even turning around, just standing there like he's the captain of a big ship watching the world go by. He has a bag over one of his shoulders like he could be about to get off at the next stop. But whenever the doors open, he just stands still. He doesn't move. He's like a statue in his green jacket and his black bag. He's acting all weird like he's trying to chirp the driver. I know these Muslim men are allowed bare wives and he's wearing this no-fear rucksack and dead airwalk trainers like the ones you get in Sports Direct. It's England's fault for letting all these Eastern European Muslim people in. This is turning into one mad bus journey, one I'm not really feeling. I just want to get to Highbury already. I want to get to the hospital and get all this over and done with. I want to hear the baby's heartbeat and see its little body on the little screen. I want to make something of this mess without any more fuss and no more drama. I want... I want to get off this bus quickly and get back on track. Get on the 271 and go to college in the evenings and get my level 3, start my own nursery. There's money in childcare, trust me. I want to finish this book I'm writing because this shit matters. This life I live is an important message for everybody. I'm going to get Bethany to print it off for me when I'm done because she's a teaching assistant at Thomas Fairchild and she says they have a big photocopier in the staff room. I'll send it to Waterstones using a first-class stamp so it gets there quickly. We could have a launch at Hoxton Hall. It might even be in the shops before Christmas.
0: (sighs)
1: Thank you. It's just wonderful. (laughs) I was
0: just about to say, I think I went with sort of poetry rather than uh, fiction, say, because you're you're quite poet like your voice is quite lilting and poetic. You've got a real melody to it. And I think that's what drew me in that direction. I think that's fair. And I think that's sort of interesting. Like you get books or facts about someone, but actually having someone in the room I don't know, really influences where my brain goes.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was obviously started writing poetry first and then mm-hmm. done a little bit of spoken word. That. Okay. Um, but- yeah, so I, I think for me, one of my main aims of writing the three nine two—I had a name I wrote down—was poetry in every line. Mm-hmm. Um, when, whether that whether that be through alliteration or a bit of rhyme or something, just a bit more holistic. That that was that, that was what my aim was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you went. I can that. hear it coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you performed it like so beautifully, so lyrically that mm-hmm. you just—I really hope that if when they do the audio book, that you do it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's because, important. Yeah.
2: It would be wonderful. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I
0: did What's mention it? journeys as well yeah. at one point. Oh, the, I feel like I'm trying
2: to... The very first working title was Journey and obviously it was just too broad for everybody. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: yeah. Christ, she guessed the title. <laughs> 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 well. I'm sure she said the word journey almost on an island. Or <laughs> one point. Um, since I approached Ashley and said I would really like to have you on the podcast Mm -hmm. there's been some news do you want to tell us about that
2: um yeah so uh the 392 to my shock has been optioned for television which is um really exciting i mean when i was writing the 392 i didn't think about anything else apart from just getting the book out there so it seems pretty likely at the moment for it to um be in that form um is really exciting that's Um, super
0: exciting
2: but you know the journey will be a sort of (laughs) the journey (laughs) the journey will be a longer one from here but um yeah exciting nonetheless
1: Brilliant. Okay, I think we're done. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was wonderful. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
2: And thank you
0: for reading as well. It's really nice to
2: hear. No, my pleasure. It was great fun. Thank you, guys. Cool.
0: Thank you.
1: you. you. (laughs) So, how was that, Ellie?
0: I'm really annoyed at myself because I feel like I had little bits of the book and I just wasn't getting it you know you were giving me some good hooks there were clues thrown in there but none of them took but you know i have got some elements
1: Mm, they were all there they were all there it just needs to be baked together in a lovely book cake something like that lemon drizzle we're just thinking about what cakes we'd like now Mm. i think it's pudding time and time to finish the podcast yes
0: you've been listening to poking books with ellie harris and mark bausher
1: you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Both of them are just at Poking Books.
0: No hashtags, no underscores, just simply at Poking Books. You can also listen to the podcast at soundcloud.com forward slash Poking Books.
1: Or wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: And remember, if you do enjoy the podcast, please subscribe because it means more people will find us and
1: listen to us. You've been listening to a Rabbit Island podcast and do tune in for the next episode very soon. Thank you very
0: much for listening.
1: Thank you. Bye.